if the question if the question initially is you know why start on New Year's, maybe the uh, mm-hmm. the flip is why not start on New Year's? It's it's a good, right. as good a time as any to pursue anything you're it trying. Is. So right. might as well start it now, but do it with some earnest planning and goal setting. Hello, welcome to Chai Across Generations. This podcast is for anyone who wants to explore or improve their relationship with their culture, their relationships with loved ones and other generations, and ultimately their relationship with themselves. Shankar and I are on this journey, and we're excited that you're joining us today as we talk about New Year. Shankar, how are you? I'm doing well, Nikhil. Uh, Thanks for the uh, Happy New Year, first of all, to you. Happy New Year, my friend. <laughs> how was your How was yeah. your holiday? It was good. Um, relative to past holidays, I seem to have eaten more than I. Oh, really? Liked. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you mean relative to past to previous New Years or? Right, right. Okay. There are previous holiday seasons, like spanning all the way from say a little before Christmas. Okay. To, through to New Year. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but it's all good. I went to my uh, martial arts workout today and trying to get back on on that you know the workout uh, regimen yeah that's uh, good i can relate to that um after a, f- a fun holidays with friends and family i have recommitted to uh, exercising in the last few days and getting back on on the wagon so i guess mm-hmm. it's that <laughs> traditional you know exercise uptick that you see and i'm hoping to sustain it right absolutely right but you know, Shankar, I was thinking about how New Year's is such a big event, mm-hmm. and also how it's very different culturally and generationally. Right. And I thought maybe we could start there as we talk about New Year's in this episode. Absolutely, yeah. And um, in fact, I was uh, first curious to get just your personal, uh, you know, impression of. How has your idea of New Year's changed over the years and where does it stand right now? Do you want to start with that? And then I'll share sure. and then we'll talk about, yeah. Yeah. So I think New Year's was a bigger, held a bigger presence in my mind when I was younger. Uh-huh. The turning of the calendar, the fireworks, right? The the clock ticking right. down to midnight. All of those mm-hmm. elements held a bigger appeal to me when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And now it's still a fun event but it doesn't Mm -hmm. hold quite the same awe, maybe, as it did when I was younger. Right. I am more content to go to bed before midnight now than I was as a kid. Um, Right. One thing I've been thinking about is how much different are things really, right, as Mm -hmm. you go into the new year? It's it's great aspirationally to to set new goals and to try to change ourselves and and all of that. I like that piece of it, Mm -hmm. but... um, I think I used to believe in the powerful transformation of New Year's for the world a lot more when I was younger than I do now. Oh, yeah. What about you? Yeah, that's interesting. I'm I'm glad you shared that. I think similarly for me, um, the idea of New Year's has changed a lot over the years. So growing up in India, I don't think it was as big a deal as it is now, um, both there and here. And I think when I was a little older, I remember my parents taking us to some parties, you know, uh, not every year, but once in a while. It was more infrequent. Um, And then after coming here, 
it was definitely a big deal, you know, in college and stuff like that, staying up till midnight and, um, yeah, uh, thinking of it more as a time to party down and, and have fun with friends and stuff like that. But uh, you're so right. Since um, about 10 or so many years ago, you know, a lot of changes in my life and I started actually, you know, meditating and reflecting on all these things. And you start questioning this very simple thing is that why is that particular time so special in the calendar, right? Mm -hmm. And when I started to dig into that, uh, this may come as a shock to many people, but in terms of an astronomical significance, it's the lowest, there's nothing astronomically significant happening either with the sun or the moon hmm. or anything on Jan 1st. Okay, yeah. It's a completely made up thing. Uh-huh. Because if you, if you go back and look at, you know, the Gregorian calendar, the Julian calendar, look at all the Western calendars, right? And then you look at calendars in the East, you look at the Indian calendar, you look at the Chinese calendar and stuff. The more ancient civilizations had calendars that were synchronized with either an important solar event or an important lunar event. Mm-hmm. Right? But the modern day calendar is completely made up. It has no such astronomical significance. Right. Yeah. And that baffled me. It really baffled me. I said, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, for instance, in, in where I come from, and you come from in South India, um, the, the entrance of the sun into a particular constellation of the zodiac, Mesham we call it, uh, is the mark of the new year. Right. Mm -hmm. So there is an astronomical significance. You can measure it. Right. But Jan 1st, it's just a made-up thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's always, since I've seen that, like you said, it's sort of taken the gas out of the, out of the whole event, right? When did you first see that? I, it's hard to, I'm hard-pressed, but I'm thinking, yeah, somewhere in the last 10 years. Okay. Right? Probably 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. In that time frame. Yeah. I mean, that goes to this point of different cultures and right. what is the new year? When right. does the new year start? Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. Right. You have Chinese New Year. Even right. in, am I right to say that Pongal is considered the new year in the so tradition? In India also, there is a lot of uh, variation within the country. Okay. Right. So, uh, no, for us, Tamil New Year's Day, if I remember it, is uh, different. It's um, it comes in April sometime. Mm. If I'm not mistaken, in, oh, in our okay. calendar, of course, so it moves around, <laughs> right? Um, but Pungal is very significant. It's the harvest festival. So there is definitely that yeah, uh, aspect. But, you know, Gujarati New Year is different, is a different day. Um, like the New Year changes, the, the significance of the New Year changes even within India. Mm. And not everyone considers the same day, the New Year's Day. So that, for us, I guess we have an unfair advantage in that we uh, already have this diversity of New Year in, in our culture. Right. right. And I think that's good. Uh, I mean, there are, there are solar calendars, there are lunar calendars, there are loony solar calendars, and um, I think they all have their significance. And fine, I mean, I'm, I'm happy. Uh, the way in our modern society, I know that you're not going to find anybody at work on, you know, Jan 1st morning or, 
uh, December 31st night, and that's fine. I mean, I'm, I'm happy that people have a time to get away and have fun, and and but it just struck me that you know it's it's kind of made up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> right. But um, uh, but to your point, yes, I I'm not very big on staying up till midnight anymore. Um, I actually try to keep to my usual bedtimes uh, if I can, and mostly I'm able to do that. Uh, yeah, I think yes, some sense of planning. There comes a sense that you can, you know, plan some things anew and afresh, and there is that. I'm not completely immune to that. Um, yeah, but I was talking to a to a much younger friend today, and she was saying that uh, no, she, she's not making any New Year's resolutions this year. She's just like going right. to enjoy the New Year as it is. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about New Year's resolutions. And I have right. a hunch that maybe this is different generationally. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably. Because I feel like for some people, New Year's resolutions are a sacred tradition. And for others, like right. the friend you were mentioning, they are, you can just toss them aside. Um, right. So where do you stand on New Year's resolutions? And, and where do you think your generation stands on New Year's resolutions? Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Tough one. <laughs> So I think I've made them in the past, uh, in the long past, in the distant past, 20 years ago, maybe. Uh, but I haven't, uh, in, in a while, really, um, done that. And um, I was talking to my daughter, and she's, she says her resolutions come up in July, <laughs> usually. I don't oh, know really? Why, but, yeah, yeah. Our generation... Um, I think everybody um, takes the New Year resolution with a bit of pinch of salt because there's so much, you know, fall off in the first 30 days that uh, I think people feel ashamed to even share mm. them sometimes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you think? Yeah. So I think that New Year's resolutions are often untethered to... Mm what we really want they're kind of made in haste for example i want to get in better shape right Mm -hmm. and i'm a much bigger fan of taking a more holistic view of what Mm -hmm. you're trying to achieve and then maybe backing into like i'm all for a yearly goal right to Mm -hmm. say in this year i want to do this but Mm -hmm. i think it takes a bit of an inventory on you know let let me look across all the spheres of my life so there's Mm -hmm. a youtuber named ali abdal who is a productivity expert and uh, is generally about trying to help people find fulfillment. And mm-hmm. he kind of has a, a wheel of life type of exercise where you look at these nine spheres of your life. And mm-hmm. if you look at, there's a couple different quadrants, but within like the people quadrant, you have relationship and family and friends. And the idea mm-hmm. is, you know, once you take a look at these nine different quadrants, you pick a goal for each one. And you mm-hmm. say, this year, here's what I want to do. And so mm-hmm. now you've got nine goals and then you can also stagger them. You can say, well, nine goals is a lot, but maybe I can hit these three in the first three months and right. maybe I'll focus on these three later. So I like that type of intentional planning more right. than a new year's resolution. That's something I'm trying to do this year more, right? Is the, let ah. me take a holistic view. What goals can I hit realistically over a full year? And what goals do I need right. to maybe say stage gate, right? Let me focus on these first then go to these. Um, whereas in I the like past... That. Yeah, whereas in the past I've also just said, oh, uh, here's my goal, and that's it. Right. No, I like that. I think that makes a lot of sense. And for me, I approach it in a slightly different way. So 
I got into this uh, planner uh, thing. So there's something called Passion Planner that my daughter introduced mm. me to a while ago. And um, I think maybe three, four, five years ago, I forget now. Uh, and so my planner starts in, it has an August start date because it's an academic calendar. Mm. Okay. And so I get my planners in the summer and in the front page, it has a planning exercise, like, you know, your goals, one year, three years, five years, um, etc. So there's a staging there. Right? So you recognize that you're not going to achieve some things uh, immediately. Right. right. And then you break it down, sort of make sub um, goals and uh, you can track them if you want, <laughs> which I'm not yeah. very good at. <laughs> but uh, peculiarly, if I go back and look at some of them, I have accomplished many of those goals. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I think planning, intentional planning is important. I cannot, yes. you know, downplay that. A hundred percent. There's research that shows if you write your goals down, you're more likely to right. achieve them. That's right. also something I'm trying to lean into this year more. Just writing down my goals for the year. Mm -hmm. What's that saying? If you shoot for the moon, you'll end up somewhere in the stars. So right. you might as well know where you're trying to head. Um, exactly. But right. do you think there's power in that in writing down? Let's just say you have a New Year's resolution in power in writing it down instead of just saying it out loud. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I think for me, uh, writing it down gives me clarity. There are so many different tips and tricks to do that, like do it in in a very short time or then come back to it after a while and um yeah breaking it down right I, I found that useful yeah like i said this thing was uh, pretty amazing if i go back and look uh how i managed to I, and not all of it was in my control um so it was also i think uh but i think it was setting the the intention was important right uh, yeah and consciously like you said. yeah Chunking goals is also very important. Mm -hmm. So I have a, I set a goal for uh, running. I've become, mm -hmm. I've gotten more into running as a way to work on my cardio this year. And so I set a right. goal for what I want to achieve by the end of the year in terms of time and speed. And so nice. then I worked backward to say, okay, if I want to hit that, which is a bit of a stretch mm -hmm. from where I am today, that means right. at the end of January, I probably need to hit somewhere between where I am today and where I want to be in December, right? Right. Right. And then I can build on that every month. Um, yeah. So it gives me something to aim for in January. Yeah. To try to build consistency in January. And I find yeah. that immediacy really helpful. Yeah. 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 I also had a nice quip. So <laughs> I was talking to another one of my young friends. And I said, you know, uh, I really need to uh, start this morning, you know, walk. So I used to take a morning walk very regularly. Um, like, right at the crack of dawn sometimes before dawn so i'd like to go i used to love to go and watch the stars in the early morning mm. before sunrise and at one point i was disciplined enough that i was doing it through the iowa winter oh wow uh, that's which is pretty brutally cold yes <laughs> yes yes <laughs> uh, it's a very beautiful time uh, yeah and then i kind of fell off i think a lot of it was uh you know my mother's care took over uh, parts of my schedule and I just couldn't keep up with it and so now of course I'm uh, in a position where I can think of bringing it back and so I said I think it was the, the 30th or something and I said yeah you know I really in the new year I should start and then my young friend turns me and says uh, well why not tomorrow 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great point. I loved it. So I said, Great yes, point. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's such a good point. Uh, I started doing some of this running work in December instead of starting in mm-hmm. January. That's the thing, right? New right. Year's is kind of an arbitrary starting point. <laughs> Goes back to it, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, you could start any time. If you want to say, right. okay, I want to look at this calendar year and do it, that mm-hmm. it makes sense. But you could start in December. You could start in February. <laughs> right. Um, right. Yeah. We're kind of beholden to the structure. I love the immediacy. Yeah. Right. I love the immediacy of the challenge, right? Right. Like, like what can you do? Doing it exactly. Tomorrow. What's stopping you from yeah. doing it tomorrow, yeah. today? Right. <laughs> so, so I did it. I did start my walk. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. So you started in December? Yeah. Or in yeah, January. Yeah. Wow. In December. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, so jump starting yeah. New Year's. Right. Right. Exactly. So I did want to ask you here's another element of New Year's for me. Mm-hmm. It has to do with how the world is changing. Mm-hmm. Um, New Year's is a stark reminder that we have one less year to act on climate change. Right. So, you know, when we say we need to hit these climate CO2 level goals by 2030 or 2035 or 2040, when I get to New Year's, I realize, okay, well, now we have four years left, right? Or instead of five. Right. Right. And so it's a little sobering. And I wonder if that's a generational difference. Uh, Not to say your generation doesn't think about that. I think they probably do. Mm -hmm. But more Mm -hmm. a greater proportion, let's say, of folks in my generation and then even in Gen Z below me and younger kids than that. I wonder if they feel that change on New Year's. I think you're right in the sense that it's probably more top of mind for the younger generation and and, and rightfully so. Um, not sort of letting my generation off the hook, but um, yeah, it does um, bring up that uncomfortable thing, which is I always ask myself, what could I be doing more um, uh, other than just worrying about it? And uh, when I really take inventory, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's all the travel and all those things that for me, unfortunately, seem to be going uh, increasing. (laughs) I think I used to travel less in the past, but um, uh, unfortunately, from the sense of the carbon footprint that it entails. But at the same time, um, also coming to grasp grips with the reality that there's probably some minimum uh, impact that we will always have with our lives. And it's really hard. I think it's a very personal decision how you're going to square that circle. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And there is some work on this, right? Which is... Uh, if you want change, like there's some, there's one school of thought that argues that uh, personal changes are actually insignificant, and mm. that the, the changes need to happen in in much larger buckets. Um, and there's another school of thought that thinks that it's actually by activating uh, every individual that you actually affect change on the larger scale. I tend to believe a little more in the second camp. Mm-hmm. Um, although I do think that, yes, in truth, it's when large entities make changes that uh, their effect, effects are more measurable. Right. 
But. Yeah, climate change is definitely beyond the scope of this podcast, but, <laughs> you know, the idea of the ultimate collective action problem, right, where right. you need so many people to make changes and you need some policy changes um, right. all at once in order to make yeah. a, a change. So, yeah, I do wonder if, I don't maybe it's just me. I don't know if other people think about this on New Year's, but in my mind, you know, the denominator goes down by one in terms of these yep. um these projections on okay well if we reduce carbon emissions or co2 emissions by x percent every year well you know right. have one less year to do that right so the ask keeps going up yeah right yeah and maybe in some ways yeah. we are hitting them i haven't looked at the numbers totally but I, I think it's we're a little bit lagging and then you know, when you're in, what, March or June, you're like, well, we can still make it up this year. Maybe, maybe There's right. hope. <laughs> there's hope that right. maybe things can change. Right. But in the new year, you have to look back and say, oh, actually, maybe we, we need to do more. We didn't do as much. That's right. It's a time of reckoning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll go with that. And I think it's nice you brought that up because uh, I hadn't thought about it. And so... I hope everyone in my generation who's listening will also, you know, take a moment to reflect on this important thing you raised. Yeah. And I wanted to actually encourage us, you and me and our listeners, if they choose to adventure with us, to maybe think about some questions they could ask, you know, of one another. Like a New Year's is a good, it's a good conversation point. And I hope this conversation mm -hmm. is bearing that out. Um, so let's just say if you're, you know, in a household with other generations, whether your kids, your parents, something else, you know, what questions might people ask around the new year to better understand one another? Mm -hmm. What are your hopes and fears? That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. What are your hopes and fears? I think, you know, maybe also what do you hope from your social circle, from what do you hope from the world? Like, if right. there's the climate change angle, um, right. what maybe scares you about the new year? Yeah, I think, especially when you have kids, maybe in middle school, high school, there's maybe transitions, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going to go start high school this year. I'm going to start college this year. I wonder right. if that's a conversation piece for people too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're also going into an election year right in the u.s so we've got that going on and you know ongoing conflicts around the world so a lot of things to think about right also it's a leap year ah i didn't know that that's right okay yeah 366 days this year any other thoughts around the new year uh no nikhil i hope it's a wonderful year for you and Thank for you. our listeners yeah you too there's right. uh there's a lot and of I hope, hope uh, yeah i mean uh, a lot of daunting things up ahead but we'll have to soldier forward right yes <laughs> and you know the flip side of what we talked about maybe as a closing thought is if the question if the question initially is you know why start on new years maybe the uh, mm -hmm. the flip is why not start on new years it's it's a good, right. as good a time as any to pursue anything you're Indeed. trying so right might as well start it now but do it with some earnest planning and goal setting yeah. yeah, I think that's a great idea. Excellent. Well, Shankar, 
Um, I did want to mention to the listeners as we start to wrap up here that we have some upcoming travel in January. So we'll be a little bit more infrequent in terms of our recording and our releases this month. Um, we hope you you will allow us that grace. Uh, but we'll try to put out some episodes, and then we'll be a little bit more consistent as we head into future months. Yeah. Um, so you can follow us on our usual outlets, um, Instagram, subscribe on YouTube, uh, reach out to us over email at chaiacrossgenerations at gmail.com. Yes. We'll see you all next time. Mm-hmm.